Good morning, bro. Morning, bro. How are you today? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm good. 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 Yeah. Well, for those of you who stumbled upon us or those of you who did this on purpose, God bless you. Uh, we're the Obvious Brothers. I'm Obvious Steve. This is Obvious John. And Obvious John. All right. Big John. Uh, lots to talk about this week. So let's uh, let's get going. And uh, I, I don't even know where to begin. I, I guess we begin with the fact that uh, we have NFL playoff games for three days. For some reason, they decided they wanted to play on Monday night, which is a head scratcher in a lot of ways. But uh, OK. And, uh, you know, I don't know how you feel about this, John, but you, your Cowboys aren't exactly getting a lot of respect. Um. Perfectly fine with that. I, I don't mind have playing with a chip on our shoulder. Is that right? Okay. You're you're like Nick Saban. You like you like it when everybody doesn't think you're gonna win? Yeah, I see the uh Vegas is a little smarter than most, but Well, uh, uh Vegas as in the line, is that what you're saying? Yeah, we're still favored. Yeah. But most and... people are saying that we don't have a chance to win this game. Well, yeah, I was going to say you're you're favored. Yet uh, every picker I've seen has been has picked the uh, Niners and the points, and some of them the Niners straight up. So, yeah. So, so why is that, John? That's a really good question. I mean, I, I'm not real sure. Um, we can struggle against the run defensively. But they don't exactly have Mr. Henry uh, running for them. No, but they they have a lot of good runners, and using their little Swiss Army knife with Debo Samuel is you know he comes out of the backfield a lot. You know he catches a lot of ball. He's he's the one we got to focus on. If we can slow him down and stop the run and make Jimmy G beat us with his arm and and his jacked up thumb, then I think I think we're in good shape and we have a pretty aggressive defense which can also burn us at times too. And we're, we're going for the ball instead of just going for the pass breakup. Yeah. Okay. So, so there was our, our early breakdown of the uh, Cowboys game. We'll, we'll come back to that. So, so John, are you, are you healthy? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm back to probably I'm a I'm hundred percent again. A hundred percent. Okay. Don't, don't cough or sniffle or anything in the next however long we're going to be on or else uh, or else we'll want so uh you spent how how many days wa- watching bad tv john uh enough a week okay so so john you uh you text granted about uh hgtv which uh we decided would be a good bit on the on uh this uh podcast so <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. so, we probably have, we have listeners who are HGTV aficionados. Uh, yeah, there's it, it annoys me sometimes. I mean, I like the shows and I do like the reveals. And I like seeing what they do with with a lot of the fixer upper type stuff, but they just they drag out hour long shows. They can, they can do about five shows in, in thirty minutes, if you, in my opinion. Is that right? You you just you just want the uh, this is what we're paying for it. Uh, the the uh, fast uh, fast action as uh, as all these people come and go and, and redo the place, and then we'll see the reveal, huh, John? 
yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's always some sort of, oh, we found mold here. We found asbestos here. Right. Yes. Found... It, it is a standard that the uh, the contractor, whoever it is, the person working on the place, always has to have the other person. And depending upon, you know, whether they have clients or not, them come in and reveal that the floorboard's not right or the HVAC isn't or you know, some, there, there's some surprise, right, John? There's always a five to $10,000 budget buster in there that somehow still manages to, to get done. Yeah, well, and I know the one we were talking about that, that, that had you going was, was uh, love it or list it. That you were yeah. all you're 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 annoyed at the way everything's handled on Love It or List It. Uh, uh, that that those ten thousand dollar jobs, uh, they don't give Hillary the money to do, but on the other hand, they get in a house with David, and suddenly they have an extra hundred grand, right, John? Yeah, they're all of a sudden like, hey, yeah, here's here's let's, a let's six, increase your budget, David. Yeah, here's an eight hundred thousand dollar house. Our budget's six hundred and fifty. Oh, well. Yeah, but it has everything you want. Yeah. And, and so they, and, and then the, the funny thing is he, he goes over, but and it, it's now kind of a thing in their reveal that she turns to him and says, so did you stick to budget? And he just kind of, I mean, she knows to ask at this point, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and, and <clears throat> he almost never says anything except, well, well, <laughs> and yet, yet he still doesn't win. No, he doesn't. No, poor David. Okay, kind of feel David's pain sometimes, but they're they're all kind of it is intriguing. But uh, yeah, HGTV is a lot of fun. Of course, uh, I'm sure if we if we change it uh, from Hillary and David and love it or list it to something like uh, Fixer Upper, uh, I'm sure you really appreciate you know ten minutes on the farm uh, with the new animals, right, John? Yeah, and have you have you guys um, watched any of the new Magnolia Network? That is, uh, what's their names? New Basic Network. No, no. You mean Chip and Chip and Joanna's new network? Yeah, that's uh, it. We, you know, it's it's funny, John, uh, how how this worked. You, you, as you will recall, and and I don't know how much we talked about this on the podcast, John. Uh, the four of us went to Waco mm-hmm. uh, back in May. Yeah. And kind of a pilgrimage to Chip and Joanna's uh, kind of has put, put uh, my wife off the whole Chip and Joanna thing. <laughs> Their capitalism has, has turned her off a little bit. Uh, I, that was a funny cough. I don't know. I don't know what that was about there. John. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just gonna go with yeah there, John. I guess that, that's what you call it. Their 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 blatant commercialization and milking of uh, of uh, their success to, and, and of course you know it, it's working because we we stood in lines all over the place there, right, John? And uh, yeah, we we weren't the only ones there uh, to see to see uh, by but, a long uh, shot. But uh, yeah, I, I think it soured uh, your sister on, on on the whole thing. So on Chip and JoJo. Yeah. What about so, my little uh, tidbit of trivia that I gave you this week on, on Miss Hillary Farr, which led to the whole love it or list it conversation? I I got nothing, man. She was in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Uh, 
So I just find that quite in- interesting that she was she's got somewhat of an acting career. Oh, does she? So, so do you know the Rocky Horror Picture Show to know who she is in the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yeah, she's the. Um... Oh shoot! Yeah, under I pressure. Can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. she's that person. Yeah. So you want me to go back and cut that question and answer? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so there you go. H HGTV, which which we watch quite a bit of, but aren't always. Well, I, I know around this house, uh, potentially three three viewers. But sometimes somebody says, "Well, what do they do about this to the room?" And we all go, "Well, we really wasn't paying attention, you know." So it's uh, it's kind of <laughs> on, but I don't right. think anybody really watches it with any. Uh, it's good. It's good background you know, white noise in the background. That's, that's for sure. And, and yeah, like you say, uh, kind of the beginning and the end, you want to know what the, the setup is and you want to see what they do. And sometimes it's pretty spectacular uh, what they do. And sometimes, sometimes it's a complete dud. I'm like, Ooh, Ooh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She was Betty. She was Betty Monroe was the, her character on Rocky Horror Picture Show. Huh. So is that a big part? I don't know. I mean, no. Okay. So she had a bit part in. Uh, okay. Who knew? Right. So so there you go. HDTV. So so are you caught up on Boba Fett? I've watched the first two episodes. Yes. Uh huh. So are we are we t- are we going to get like we did have with Mandalorian that we're going to talk about it every week, or do you don't not think it's uh, it's going to do that for you? It hasn't grabbed me yet, and I don't know if it's. I don't know. It it just so far the the setup has been a little slow, and and the flashbacks to how he survived are kind of boring, I guess. But uh, I'm not. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not like some of the um, purists that are hating it because of this, that, or anything. It's just right now, so far, it just hasn't. I haven't found it terribly entertaining. Well. There's no baby Yoda. Where's the, I need a baby Yoda. Right. There is no, there's no baby Yoda, which made the Mandalorian a, uh, a, a kind of a, a must watch to see. And then there, you know, the thing about having the baby Yoda, and then I realized that this is kind of, well, is it all nine of the Star Wars movies are like this? Uh, there's always that journey of the one with the force to figure out that they have it and how to use it and get to use it and all those kinds of struggles. We don't have anybody with the force and we don't have anybody with these kinds of struggles. No, no, no. There's definitely no force yet. And, and no cute little thing. And, 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 and by the way, uh, the Mandalorian who wears the same outfit as Boba uh, is a lot more badass. Yeah. Boba kind of gets his ass kicked a few times, doesn't he? Yeah, Boba, Boba gets his ass kicked in uh, in every episode so far. So, uh, which um, you know, you, you don't necessarily need the uh, the protagonist, the main figure, to be you know uh, undefeated. But on the other hand, it's kind of like, well, why why is this the uh, main main dude, right? Yeah, 
his his bodyguard. She's kind of a badass, though. Yeah, well, uh, there ain't much beating her, but uh, we don't we don't know anything about her backstory or anything at this point. So uh, I think it's uh, yeah, like, like you say, it has not yet become compelling, and uh, I it'll be interesting to see if they find some hook to make it so uh, before the end of uh, the, uh, the season. Yeah. Yeah. I concur. Yeah. Well, so anything else off this week's viewing? A couple of new shows that we didn't like again. Yeah. Uh, we watched, did we already talk about the cleaner or the cleaning lady? Yeah, you did. You, you, yeah. you, you dissed it last week. Yeah. So, um, so J- John, I, wa- I watched the one and only season, it seems, uh, of this show on, uh, uh, it was on Netflix, I'm pretty sure. It's all, you know, when you have a fire TV, it's all the same, right, John? It's just a block you push. So, yeah. Cowboy cowboy Bebop. Which yeah, I, you, you I, talked about I'm this. I'm going to admit, I'm going to admit, John, I'm not really cool enough. So... <laughs> And you watched uh, the live version, not the not the animated version, right? Right. There's a new, yeah, you know, like I say, Netflix has put out. Uh, I am um, John Cho is Spike, uh, one of the main main characters, and you're supposed to know who he is. So, um, yeah, and and uh, I I thought it was a lot of fun. It's kind of it's very very wild and different, and uh, it, it either has no genre, or it it does about six different genres. Uh, you know, a sci-fi cowboy thing, supposedly. So, uh, yeah. So it, it, I, I thought it was a lot of fun, uh, but uh, they've announced they're not doing in the second season. So uh, I know there was a big petition that had over a hundred thousand signatures on it at one, you know, asking for a second season, but I don't know that Netflix I don't know if their executives, once they've moved, uh, will, can have their minds changed. No, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's not, that's definitely out of my um, viewing range. I'm definitely not cool enough to watch that show. Yeah, well, it is, it is interesting just to, to uh, go down this road for a second. Quick, sign on for second seasons of certain things. Or the next season of some things. Sometimes even before the first one's out, they, I guess the buzz is so good or something that they, you know, they've already, I mean, they, they're already shooting the second season of Wheel of Time, which, uh, okay. which just, let's see, the last episode dropped two weeks ago. So, uh, you know, they made a pretty quick commitment to getting back on it, so. Yeah, uh, but there you go. Got nothing. There you go. Now, you now go. it's kind of beyond. Yeah, I don't have a lot of input on that. I haven't watched it. Okay. Well, I did. I just thought, you know, don't you think it's funny how quickly they make up their mind sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. It's like they come in the Monday after the first drop, and the numbers are good, and they go, "Oh, sure, let's throw a few more million." on the table for season two because we know it'll be good too right even though well maybe the showrunner has a second season done or you know, maybe maybe they don't right right 
Hey, I did watch uh, last night's episode of Ghosts, by the way. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, last night's episode of Ghosts was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty. It, it, I it was one that I had said I, I thought I'd wanted to record, and I forgot to. So I've got it set up, and I'll catch up. But it seemed pretty pretty funny. Yeah. Well, last night's with the with his with his sister with the one ghost is uh, who who had only power is they can he can just touch one thing. And he worked hard enough to set up his own dating profile, right, John? Yeah, had a Tinder profile. <laughs> yeah, and he, yeah, he, he, he was the, the ghost was having a lot of fun. So, but that, that, that I'm, I'm sitting there going, you know, that the, they're making light of this and pushing beyond that. I'd be pretty damn creepy to think you'd been catfished by your brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. They kind of they kind of glossed right past that, but yeah, uh, they did. They went they they passed through that one pretty quick. Yeah, but that that's all right. But that was, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a, I I I okay, just straight out physical comedy kind of thing. Just having a guy walk around with the fake arrow through his neck all the time is good for kind of a chuckle, kind of, <laughs> almost constantly. Right, every time he's on, it's like. Dude, you, do you really have to have the arrow? I mean, you're dead, right? <laughs> yeah. You can remove it, right? Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's safe to remove. I think the damage has been done. But, uh, no, that guy walking around with the arrow through his neck is kind of a... Uh... And then, of course, there's always a wrinkle with one of them, you know, this, that, or the other, that uh, they say something... That, that adds to their character during the course of the show that is, is like, Oh, that's, that's kind of funny. Like, I don't remember what they said when they were talking about bedrooms last night. Right. John. And I, one of them said something I thought was pretty hilarious about why they weren't giving up their bedroom. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. I've been, I've been here a thousand years. Eh? All right, so yeah, ghosts on CBS on Thursday night. Uh, one of those rare broadcast things that we we might be watching, right, John? Correct. Not, not a lot of broadcast TV done in either one of our households at this point as we search for content. Okay, let's see here. It is NFL playoff weekend, and we'll talk about college basketball at the end and college football for a moment. But there are six games. And uh, like I said, they're playing Monday night, John, which hmm, I guess if you play Monday night, uh, that means they're going to play next Sunday, right? Because you can't make them turn around and play on Saturday, can you? No way. No, no. Yeah. Uh, Short rest is bad enough. And there's going to be the only team that has it, too, which is kind of, I think, a little awkward. Disadvantage. And let's see, it's Rams. Car- so the, the winner of that game is not going to have a home game. They're going to go to Green Bay. Uh, yes. No, yes. No, that's not. If, I guess if a lower seed wins, they'll go to Green Bay. Right. But more than likely, yeah. They'll, they, but they definitely won't have a home game. So they're going to travel to either Tampa or, or uh, Green Bay. Right. Or I guess technically they could go to Dallas if the Philly were to beat the Buccaneers, but I, right. wouldn't, I wouldn't bet the house on that one. No, I wouldn't bet on it. But I'm just saying 
not only are they playing Monday night, they're playing Monday night on the left coast mm-hmm. and then having to come a significant distance east to play next Sunday. So that shortens their rest even more. So, all right. I just, I just point this out. It's not clear that it is a competitive advantage, right, John? It is definitely not. Yeah. Uh, I was also pointed out uh, as I listened to Mad Dog this week, who loves this scheduling shit, uh, that that meant that no NFC game could be on Saturday. Why couldn't right, because they couldn't give them, couldn't give somebody a two day advantage? Why couldn't so, the other game be on Saturday? That he didn't think the NFL was, and everybody would be up in arms if you, if you had two days rest versus days. Saturday versus Monday. Yeah, but that would just mean whoever, whomever the that winner of that game plays on Sunday. But the other game, there's two games, two NFC games next weekend. The other game could be on Saturday. But you you can't know who's which game's the right game, John, as we just explained. You will know by Monday. <laughs> That's a little late, John. Uh, anyway, so uh, let's I, get to a... I bet you that there is a NFC game on Saturday. There will be one AFC game, one NFC game on next Saturday. I, I, I do not doubt that. But I bet I, I guarantee you the Monday night winner will not be in it. I guarantee that as well. Okay. So we're starting tomorrow with the AFC, which means both games we're going to watch people freezing their asses off. Yeah, it's gonna be chilly in Cincy and Buffalo. Well, uh, they're talking zero kind of thing in, in Buffalo, yes. Yeah. So uh keep that in mind. Uh, if it makes a difference, uh, it'll be a so. balmy 28 in uh, Cincinnati, according to uh, the predicted weather forecast. Uh, and is that is does that tell you what the uh, wind chill will be? No, just because uh-huh. there's kind of a there's a storm front coming through here in the next couple yeah. days. You get a little and, bit of an uh, Arctic blast coming your way, don't you? Yeah, I get, we do have an Arctic blast coming tomorrow. So, uh, rah, rah. So, that, that's a very different thing than watching Monday night from L.A., right? So, yeah. <laughs> In a stadium. Uh, in a dome. Covered. Yeah, it's, it does have a dome. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's a sort of funky cover, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so, uh, just, just uh, we, we, we did really well last week, John. We both went 3-0. and and uh, so I ended the season a game ahead of you. Uh, I don't know that we're going to try and find three games each to pick. So uh, let's just we want to just walk through every one of the, the games and kind of get an impression. And then we'll talk about where we would put our money. Yeah. I mean, I, I picked all six. So, I mean, I'm not overly confident in all six of my picks, but I got a couple that I feel a little more comfortable with. Okay. Um, all right, let's start with Cincy and uh, Las Vegas. I have it written down at plus five, but I think I, I mean, plus, you got to see five and a half. Five and a half this morning, over under 48 and a half. Yeah, 
That's right. Uh, you probably have uh, done the uh, pigskin mania thing, uh, which uh, asked you both to do uh, the lines and the over-unders, right, John? I did not do pigskin, but you can walk me through those if you need me to assist on those picks. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I, I beat you bad in the NFL this year, John, so I don't think I need your help. Okay. Come on. That, <laughs> Real bad. Real bad. Really, really bad, John. I, I think you really should be humbled. Okay, John, <laughs> go go ahead. What, what you got then on – what did you do on LV versus Cincinnati in the cold? I like the Bengals in this game. They have a good running game. Uh, Mixon, he's had a good season consistent uh jamar chase is is hard to stop uh burrow has looked really good the last four three four weeks so Mm. i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with the home team here and uh i don't really know that we can trust uh david carr in this one well i i wouldn't trust david carr at all john since he's not playing but uh his his brother you know, Derek, I mean, his yeah. younger brother is playing and he is a better quarterback so yeah he's much better than david true yeah well uh i i uh i i'm i going the other way and it's one of my if we're only doing three it's like my number three pick is i'm taking vegas and the points just because i think they're on a roll and they've been surprising and i think five and a half in the famous words of the obvious brothers is a lot so uh, I, I think I, I would take – I'm more confident taking Vegas in the points than, than taking the Bengals, giving the points. But it, uh, I would not take the Vegas on the money line. So that's my take. I think uh, one back to scheduling, uh, I, I, I can't I can't say anything about fairness or anything, but why did the fuck did the NFL – excuse my French uh, – scheduled this game on Saturday – when uh, the Raiders played the last game midnight Sunday night, and then they turn around and play the first playoff game, that's I mean, it's not that big of a big of a deal. I mean, the, the Bengals only played about four hours before them that day, so yeah, well, the Bengals don't have to travel. Well, if you don't want to travel, then get a higher seed. <laughs> or lose the game. <laughs> yeah, or lose the game, and then you don't have to worry about playing at all. Yeah, uh, and that was an interesting game, too. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, they kept me up um, Sunday and Monday night with the football games, John. It was kind of depressing. But, uh, yeah, that game was crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure the Steelers fans were shitting themselves. Yeah, well, yeah, there were a couple times where it looked like it might be uh, – uh, a tie it looked like uh, it was likely to happen, and uh, in the end, it didn't. So uh, the Steelers got in, but uh, that's uh, yeah. It was it was quite it was quite the game, and uh, uh, I I don't know. There's been lots of talk about this uh, whether Staley should have taken the timeout at the almost the end of overtime or not. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Did that make a difference, really? But yeah, uh, it gives them it gives talk show people something to talk about, I guess. So, uh, yeah. so uh, we're we're going we're, we're opposites on the uh, Vegas Bengals game. Are you going? Are you going to give us a call on over under? 
I like the under in this one. It's going to be cold. A lot okay. of ground, a lot of ground game between both teams, I think. Uh, so a lot of clock chewing. I think it's going to be fairly low scoring. Okay. I, I think I went the other way. Okay. Second game. Really, really warm weather game. <laughs> Buffalo in January. Uh, a place lots of people look forward to going. Uh, uh, and they do not have a dome, as we all know. And here the Patriots are coming in. Uh, it feels a lot like the game uh, about a month ago, right, John, when they played on, was it Monday night or Sunday night? Uh, and the wind was 35 miles an hour. And I think the real field was 10 degrees. And Matt Jones threw uh, three passes. Uh, it's, it feels like that kind of game again. Yeah, it could potentially be that. I don't think they get away with it again, though. So, Oh, you don't? No. You don't think they can just pound it down the field a couple times and hold on for dear life? No, I, I think the Bills are are ready for this game. And it's – I mean, they split this the regular season games – this yeah. is the third time they're facing each other this year. Visitor, visitors won both. Yep. I think the Bills uh, hold on here and, and get this one taken care of. And the line is four. Four. And a half. four. Four. Yeah. And I like the Bills to cover it. Yeah, so do I. So, I don't know if there's much more to talk about. I, Over I, under I, in this I, one, 44. Really, they're expecting – they're expecting a lot what you just predicted, that windy, hard-to-score, ground game, low-scoring, 21-17 type game. Yeah. Yeah, well, would not be a surprise if that were the case. And so, uh, yeah, so that's game number two. Then we go to Sunday. The first game Sunday is the Tampa Bay Eagles game, right? No. Oh yeah. No? Yep. Yeah. Noon. The noon game. Eagles. Yeah. Eagles at the Bucks. I was surprised the line wasn't bigger, but I guess in part that has to do with the fact uh, the uh, Bucks wide receiver core is kind of beat up. Yeah, there's not. But they are supposed to get Fournette back, I guess, for this game, for the playoff run here. So that's going to help Tampa. Uh, a lot of people think that this is going to be a close game and that the Eagles have what it takes to beat them, which is baffling to me because the, really the only thing the Eagles do well is run the ball. And the one thing that the Bucks defense does amazing is stop the run. So – uh, it's strength against strength, and I like the Bucks in this, and I don't think the Eagles' defense can slow them down. I am going with the Bucks to just slaughter them. Is that right? They're going with the Bucks in a slot. Well, you know that was that is my best pick because I thought the line would be bigger. I think I like the Bucks to cover too. So um, there, there you go. Um, I. I I don't know what to say to uh, Eagles fans to give you hope. Uh, you at least get to play, and yeah. once you play the game, it's and they're playing. Any, any, what's that? Playing in Tampa to playing in Tampa, so they get one of the best weather outdoor games of the weekend. Right, 
well, you know, you expect the weather to be decent. So I'm not sure Philadelphia wouldn't rather be playing in Buffalo and, uh, and playing Tom Brady, but, uh, there you He's go. played a few so, cold games, so I, I don't, I don't I, think the cold weather affects him too much. Okay. But, you know, almost anything we say, we can be the obvious brothers here. Uh, the man come this time of year, playoff time, has won a lot of more games than anybody else, John. So, you know, in, any way you slice it, you know, you can say Tom Brady's won a lot of games, right? So Yeah. And, you know, for 45 years old, he had a pretty damn good season with 5,300 yards and 43 TDs, so. Yeah, yeah, it is the most yards he's ever thrown for, but of course there was an extra game, but still, uh, yeah, he's he's been pretty pretty good, and he's had, a, as I said, a beat-up receiver core. Uh, I think uh, Goodwin is his favorite, Godwin Goodwin is his favorite receiver, and he's been hurt for like the last month and won't be playing, so, uh, and then Evans is fought with a hamstring, issue so he's been in and out multiple games and of course the famed antonio brown uh coming and going right so he's definitely uh, gone now yeah uh so uh he's not throwing to the a team that he started the season with at this point so uh but we'll uh yeah he he, he seems to find a way to make everybody better uh no matter what's uh going on around him right yeah and it looks like they're his other wide receiver, Grayson, Cyril Grayson is is doubtful for the game. So, who who at the start of the season would have been like number five on the depth chart? So. Yeah, probably at least at least four. Yeah. All right. So uh, we both like Tampa Bay in an early game on Sunday to cover. That gets us to the game we've already talked a little bit about Dallas and uh, and uh, the Forty ers uh, I've seen lots and lots of people, uh, as I say, picking the Niners. So uh, they are four point dogs, four and a half. Or What's three. The line? It's three it's right now. Three. Okay. Also, real quick, to I like the over and the uh, Eagles Bucks game at forty six. Oh, really? Forty six is. I'm trying to do my math here is 46 is 38 is a uh, 27 19 game or something like that. Huh? Yeah. That's that'd be about right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A field goal kicker for the Eagles might get a lot of work. Um, yeah. So uh, we, we decided we didn't know exactly why everybody's hating on the, on the, uh, the Cowboys, it is a 3-6 game, so it's not like the 4-5 game, which is typically a really tight matchup. Uh, a lot of people really like the Niners, who I guess are coming in hot, right? Is that what everybody thinks? That seems to be the theory, that they've played well as of recently. Uh, you know, they right. beat, Obviously, they had that big win against the Rams, then they beat the Texans. I mean, they... Their best win in the last, besides that Rams game, was uh, I guess the Beagle, the Bengals back in week fourteen. So yeah, well they 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 won there in Cincinnati, I think. So yep, it was in a little bit of surprise. So another tight uh, game. Uh, the Cowboys uh, are twelve and five coming in, and I know one of the criticisms 
is that they were six and zero in their division, and uh, the difference between the division games and the non-division games in terms of the points, uh, point spreads, and offense, and all those things are significant. And I don't. They do they have a win over a five hundred team or playoff team uh, this year? Well, they got two over the Eagles. Okay. All right. And that's it. And the Patriots. Be, okay. I, I think that that is, the criticism is that they, people do not know that they. Uh, well, they think they skated in a soft division, and uh, they uh, they haven't uh, won against the elite teams that they played. So, uh, whether it's fair or not, that is what I keep reading. So. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. I, I mean, it's I don't mind playing the underdog role in this in this playoff situation. So, and to do so, I mean, to get to where we need to get to, I mean, we're going to have to go through some. We won't. This will be the only game we'll be favored in. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, that depends. But you, if any kind of seeding holds up, that would be true. Yeah. I mean, the only other game we would play would be um, either the Rams or Cardinals, and I'm not so sure we would be favored. Well, it would be a home game, so we would probably be favored, but it'd be low. Well, yeah, um, I'm without working out. You're the three seed. You're not going – if you play Tampa Bay next week, but if the Eagles beat Tampa Bay, uh, Eagles will play Eagles will play Green Bay, and then we would play the winner of the Cardinals Rams game. Right, and as you said, if it was a home game against the Cardinals, yeah, I, I mean, but, but you're right. Generally speaking, it probably aren't going to be favored again, and uh, probably aren't playing at home again. Unlikely. Right. So. All right. Well, that that's so. Uh, I take it you're taking. Are you taking the Cowboys and giving the points? Oh yes. Okay. So uh, I'm. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. So. Okay. I, I'm. I'm. Not sure they'll win, but uh, I, I'd rather have the points in this situation. So. You you know me. I always like to have the points if I can get them. So. All right, where's that? Where's that leave us? That leaves us with uh, Pittsburgh and Kansas City in the Sunday night game, which I, I hate to tell you is, I, I don't know who got to make these choices, but I'm not sure that's the game we really wanted to put in prime time. But not exactly must see TV, is it? Well, you know, on the other hand, they love to put Mahomes on prime time. Uh, the Steelers are kind of a brand, and I don't know whether they really bring a viewing audience or not. But uh, it, um, it might be, as I learned a new term, John, this might be a game where the uh, Chiefs walk the dog. Yeah, they might. Uh, they could be resting their starters in the second half of this game, fourth quarter. Now, I, uh, I don't see this game being close at all. I'm, I'm going to take the Steelers in the points because just because it's so many, but I am not going to be shocked if this is a 41 to 20 type game in in the fourth quarter. Yeah. 
I, I, I agree with you uh, on both both parts. Uh, but 12 and a half is a lot in a playoff game. Uh, the Steelers have won a couple games. I'm kind of amazed that they won. But that does show something, right? So yeah. here, they, here they are against Kansas City. Nobody expects them to to win or keep it very close. And they may keep it close enough to cover the 12 and a half. Uh, there is no way I would take them on the wasting money on the money line with them. Uh, and like you say, uh, we might not be even, we might be in bed early, not needing to watch uh, Sunday night. So, well, they played the day after Christmas and Casey uh, whooped them 36 to 10 at Kansas City that day. So, yeah, not that long ago. And we've had conversations about the whole, rematch thing why do people think the rematch is going to go significantly different and i do not see a reason to think so at this point so of course john i i have to ask this question because we've i started a ben roethlisberger conversation last week so is he the worst quarterback uh starting in the playoffs uh this year yes okay yes there was so somebody somebody made that bold, which I think is kind of an obvious brother statement, but uh, somebody made this bold statement on Twitter yesterday, and I shared with John because there were a lot of butthurt responses, right, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah, the 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 most uh, most uh, silly of of all of them is well, it's better than being back not in the playoffs. So yeah, which is like. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really, like uh, a. Uh, that's like what I would expect a, uh, like a ten-year-old to say, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nana, nana, nana. Well, but and and, and somebody claim somebody used the word libel, which is that not something. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That, that's libelous. Not. It's like no. Just look at ESPN QPR, right? And, and uh, the judge would throw the case out since he has the lowest QBR rating of anybody by a long shot. And, you know, since I, I looked at this, John, and I think I brought the, did I bring it up last week, but do a QBR on ESPN. The next column, let me see if I get this accurate, is called PAA, John. Do you know this column? You know this stat? So it says PAA is the number of points contributed by a quarterback accounting for QBR and how much he plays above (laughs) the level of an average quarterback. Number of points contributed above the level of an average quarterback. So what do you think uh, Ben's uh, PAA is? Points contributed above an average quarterback. Does it have negative numbers? Yes. It's got to be negative, isn't it? Oh, John, yes, it does. You ready, John? Yeah, bring it. Minus 31.3. Yeah. Uh So you want to know the next lowest PAA in the playoffs? Yes. It's Mr. Jones, who is at .6. Point six. Point six. Yeah. Where do you see this PAA stat? 
It's the second one in their QBR stat column. NFL total QBR for the season. I'm on the app. I don't know what you're using. So, John, you know who's number one? Uh, probably Tommy. Yep. 40.1. It's pretty good. Yeah. Well, and that, you know, just we, we're told all the time there's no math, right? Right. But I'm getting 41 point, no, 71.4 difference between Tom and Ben. That's a lot. <laughs> obvious John showing us, showing our listeners why it is we have obvious as our, our name. Uh, right. So uh, any, any argument anybody's making about how good Ben was. Uh, is not backed up by stats other than the fact they're in the playoffs, right, John? They are. They made the playoffs. They did, yeah. Uh, kind of a surprise. Well, the, right. yeah, thanks to the Colts, which we didn't even didn't even mention that complete collapse. Uh, kind of surprised that the coach has kept his job after that, after they lost the last two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, poor Carson Wentz is getting a lot of shit. Uh, I'm, he did not play well uh, either of the last two <laughs> weeks, really. Well, Under, bit of an understatement. Well, was it that terrible? I mean, yeah. I, I think he ended up, well, they weren't great stats in the end, but I think he, uh, he came back some in the Jacksonville game through a late touchdown pass that helped, but. Yeah, um, and and of course, people have said they haven't won in Jacksonville forever. So um, it makes six straight years. I thought I it was one of, no, that was the sixth. That was six road losses in a again. That is in the last six years, not really been that good. Uh, yeah, they've been the worst team in the league, essentially. Uh, right. So a nice collapse to help Ben out. Uh, and of course, not a tie in the Vegas Chargers game. So uh, they also won that game in Baltimore, which you know they, they won the game. So what what can you say? Uh, I'm sure I'm sure uh, playing their second string quarterback <clears throat> makes a big difference for the Ravens. But you you play what you get, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Monday night, are you really looking forward? Did they do the right game Monday night, John? I think it could be the most competitive game uh, with the exception of maybe the Patriots and Bills game. Um, You know, a lot of familiar, much like the Patriots and Bills game, a lot of familiarity. They've played each other, yada, yada, yada. Split Um, during the season. Split during the season. I think, again, both road teams won, didn't they? Both road teams won, right? Yep. So. So... but I think but, the Cardinals are more beat up, right? Cardinals are a little more beat up, but they also are like eight and one on the road this year or something crazy like that. Their road right. stats are pretty good. So, um, yeah. Yeah, but probably not that thrilled about being at home for a game because, like you say, I, they were like three and five at home or something. So, yeah, well, it's at LA. So, yeah, I. Hard pressed to believe that's really a good thing for the Cardinals, but on, like you say, that's not like they haven't won a lot of road games this year, including winning there already. 
And then uh, I, I actually saw, okay, on my Twitter feed, somehow uh, I, I, I saw that uh, Matthew Stafford's wife was begging people not to sell their tickets to Cardinals fans. Well, I mean, that's fair. Well, yeah, I, it kind of tells you something. Well, did you hear that crowd on Sunday for the Niners game? Right, right. Yeah, they, they have a lot of trouble, uh, whether it's the stadium or what it is, but uh, they does not always feel like home field for the L.A. teams there. Well, I, I have a theory on that, but nobody likes it. What's that, John? Well, when you build new stadiums and you have all these opportunities for, like, season tickets and all this stuff, then usually a lot of brokers buy the tickets. Right. So then you don't really have home crowd fans selling those tickets. You have brokers selling them, whether it's StubHub, blah, blah, you know, Vivid Seeds. Right. I mean, there's 8 million different ticket sellers now. Or, so. or a whole series of travel agents. Yep. So I, I think, you know. Because L.A. would be a destination all fall to go see a game. I would like to see a game. I mean, that's a, looks like a pretty badass stadium, so I would be down yeah, to seeing a game there. But well, and you, and you know, if you go to LA, there's lots of stuff to do, and the weather's going to be good. So, like, like you say, it's like a, a, a vacation trip kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, I think the other thing in, in the midst of the Jill Stafford, I think that was her name, uh, tweets was somebody pointing out LA is not really a football, a pro football town. So, uh, I don't, I don't know how you measure such things. Although I think kind of like the Ben Roethlisberger thing, I don't think it's hard to measure when teams keep moving out of LA, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of keeps telling you that, uh, you know, at least for a couple generations, uh, it has not been a venue that has made uh, people feel good, but, uh, uh, We'll we'll see if the current uh, uh, transplanted pair in the new paid for by uh, the owner uh, stadium uh, works out. But as you say, they they currently uh, neither one of the teams playing there feels like it's a big home field advantage with the crowd there. Correct. I I wouldn't doubt there will be more Cardinals fans there Monday night than there are Rams fans. Well, if like I said, if Sunday's game is any indication, then it's almost a lock. Well, and you know, uh, I, you know, having been there in both places, they act like Phoenix is like a, an outer suburb of L.A. Uh, so sometimes, although it's it's a lot further than I'd want to drive, but yeah, it's good uh, seven, so, six seven hours in it. Yeah, something like that. I, I was going to say at least five, but I, I like you say it might be six. But, uh, yeah, they act like, you know, ah, L.A. is just right there. Of course, the thing is, uh, it, when you go west out of Phoenix, the next thing you hit is L.A. Yeah, so, yeah there's not a lot of uh, – I've, I've, yeah. I've actually made that drive. So, it, I, it, yeah, there's not a lot of sightseeing on the way. No, no, no. You just hope you just hope the car doesn't break down, right, John? Yeah, there is some stretches of – Your your bleached bones is all they would find. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So there you go. All right. So that game, 
Uh, I don't know, John. I don't have it written down. I think it was a like four. a three point four. 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 I'm gonna take the Cardinals in the points. So am I. Yeah. Uh, let Let me just say, and we had an exchange as we were we were going over our fantasy teams, uh, trying to figure out what to do for a playoff. Uh, you wanted to take Stafford, and I pointed out. He kind of, even this season, has thrown the ball to the other team a lot. So He's also got 41 touchdowns, too. Hey, has he ever won a playoff game? Has he ever played in a playoff game? I think they, I think they made it one year. I, I would say then no. I, I don't think. They, oh, yeah, that's right. They played. Um, it was against the Cowboys. Yeah. And? And we beat him. Right. So he's never well, – I, I do not think he's ever won a playoff game. So uh, they hitched – you know, I didn't understand it when they did it at the time. I think I said so on the podcast. I'm not sure why they hitched their wagon. I guess he was an upgrade. He looks like, you know, they're, here they are. But, you know, they went to the Super Bowl with Goff. So uh, it wasn't like he didn't win them games. But uh, – yeah, I, I, I just but, don't. It, he's going to have to prove it that he's a I, playoff I don't caliber think guy. Golf. I don't think golf was the reason they they made it to those the, that Super Bowl. Um, I think Stafford has the is definitely a major upgrade, and he's I mean threw for almost five thousand yards, forty one TDs. He did have seventeen interceptions, but he can In, he can sling including it. including three or four pick sixes. Yeah, he's got some pick sixes. He throws, he throws a bad. He makes some bad decisions. Every yeah. quarterback throws it. Mm, yeah. Well, I'll, 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 again, this is a reason I'm not comfortable taking them and giving points. So, uh, so there, there, there we are. We walked through them all, John. So, uh, what, what are you going to do, John, with the, uh, with your. Uh, Tell us about your fantasy team. And since we added teams, John, now we've added added extra spots, right? Two extra spots. And I'm, did we add, what did we add? I think we added a a wide receiver and a running back. We got four and four now. Two QBs, four wide receivers, four runners. I thought we added, I thought the wild card was new. Maybe it was an extra running back and a wild card. I don't okay. remember, but right. Yeah, I feel like we have too many running backs, but you know that that is especially, a, in, especially in today's NFL, where right. a lot of times it's running back by committee, so it's tough right. to really pin one down. Right. Exactly. Uh, it's it's hard. Um, I, as I said, you like Stafford in the in, and I was like, oh, you know. I'm, I, I don't know how to calculate this in my head, but I know picks are negative points, right? Are pick sixes more negative points? No. No. Okay. No, it's so just, it's just, a, just pick. a pick. Okay. Yeah. Right. Unless it goes against the your – I mean, obviously, then whoever has that defense gets the, the six points, but – Right. But that's a whole different – Yeah. I, mean, I, I would be surprised if anybody has the Cardinals defense. I would be surprised as well. Because there are a couple other defenses that are 
likely to do yeah, but you pretty well. Just basically take a defense as one of the teams that you think is going to lose. You don't expect to score a lot of points out of your defenses, your kickers. Well, I it, it's hard to hard to guess which kickers go and score a lot of points is the problem. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean gonna... you know, playoff games, guys kick four field goals with a certain amount of regularity, but who that's going to be uh, three weeks out is kind of. It's hard to pick, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, your your roster gets cut from 14 to 8 after this weekend. So, yeah, no matter how you slice it, you're losing six players this weekend. Right. So, uh, other things, other than the Stafford comment, uh, I, I I said to you, I, I, we, I thought we had to have either Mahomes, Brady, or uh, – Because you kind of want to have at least one quarterback in the Super Bowl, right? I don't know. Do you? I mean, they only get four points for a touchdown, whereas receivers and, and running backs get six and tight ends. So is your quarterback going to be your highest scoring player, or is it going to be a somebody that catches fire like a Cooper Cup or, you know, maybe, you know, somebody like that that, that can uh, – Put up a bunch of points if they get 200 yards receiving and three touchdowns. But I, I guess my my problem with with the I, I don't doubt kind of like somebody's going to kick four field goals. I don't doubt there will be somebody with two touchdowns and 150 yards receiving. But it's not necessarily going to be your number one guy. There's often a surprise. Oh yeah. Yeah, somebody, somebody you either on a team you don't expect, or the number two guy they can't cover, or even three guy, you know, the slot guy they can't cover, and and so it's really, I guess that's why I like the quarterback is, if they're having a decent offensive game, the quarterback puts up decent points. True. Right. And and, and uh, quarterbacks put up more points typically than anybody else. Generally. Yeah. I, I mean, just uh, – I know, didn't we last year end up with two non-quarterbacks in the Super Bowl? And, and, and if I remember right, we had somebody in the – who played last year? Uh, did we have Kelsey uh, last year? And he didn't yeah. score a point. Maybe he had one catch or something in the Super Bowl. So Yeah, kind of shut the bed. Yeah, right. So uh, you're pretty sure <clears throat> that your quarterback in the Super Bowl isn't going to do that. So I guess that's kind of what I'm saying. Any okay. any other wisdom before we move from this topic? Nope. That pretty nope. much locks it up. Yeah. Did you uh, you stay up for the game last night? Did the you really game? did you really shut it and shut it down? Yeah, I shut it down. I didn't get. I shut it down in the first half. Oh, John. I could not stand watching just shitty basketball like that. When they when I turn on the game and I, I see four straight possessions with a turnover, and then they had like a seven-point lead, blew a seven-point lead. They were down three, and I was like, I have no interest in watching this shit show. Yeah, well. They had, what, uh, 20, 
four turnovers, I think, last night against versus I'll, twelve. I'll, I'll admit, I went to bed with a couple minutes left, and they had they had twenty uh, at least at that point. So, but you know, okay, I'm I'm going to throw a butt at you, not wanting to defend your your team too much. I, Iowa does that to people. I mean, he plays, he throws out that kind of the zone press, isn't it? Every once in a while. I mean, Purdue had trouble with it at home in the game against them. I, I don't know how many turnovers they had late in the second half. So uh, it's not a surprise. <clears throat> it wasn't like they were turning the ball over a lot against no pressure, but they they definitely have trouble with guard play. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's our weakness. I mean, Galloway is, is inconsistent. Johnson just kind of runs like – you know, like he's got his hair on fire all the time. If he could just slow down and settle down, I think he would, he could be pretty solid, but, and Finnessy has been a bit of a kind of a digress. He's digressed this year, which he was, I don't know what's up with that, to be honest. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I do not remember him ever being great. So this is our segue into college basketball sports fans. Uh, by the way, I don't know you. You were watching the scores from last night. Uh, UCLA, who is number two, I think, in this week's ratings, got mm-hmm. beat last last night in overtime at home. Uh, so, a uh, little little bit of juice to last night's schedule. Uh, BYU was at Gonzaga, and Gonzaga beat them like uh, they were a redheaded stepchild, to use the infamous "not pretty" phrase, but. Uh, one of the teams that was supposed to give Gonzaga some trouble this year in the conference, but that first game does not look like trouble, right, John? No, they definitely did not give them any, any trouble. Yeah. When you put, when you put a 110 burger on it, does not feel like trouble. No. One one is a hard thing to do. (laughs) You you got you gotta be going down and putting it in pretty quickly to put 110 on the board in college basketball. Yeah, you don't score you don't score that much in college basketball a lot. Yeah, no, no, they and they gave up and they gave up 84. I mean, that was actually pretty yeah. high scoring. You don't see you know over one over and unders right? of 190 uh, in college basketball or not very or, often. Yeah, right. So. Yes, they. They. Uh, I don't think they're going to win a defensive award for '84, but considering it wasn't really a game, I, I don't know how much you sweat it, right? Right. So, uh, yeah. So that was interesting. Uh, it is interesting. Early in the season, here it is, January, whatever it is, 14th, middle of January. Uh, Baylor is seems to be back, having won the national championship. Uh, they were number one in Monday's poll. I don't know how much shuffle we're going to get. Uh, UCLA went to the Final Four, as I just said, was number two. And uh, Gonzaga, who played in the final game, I think is number three. So, you know, the Final Four is well represented uh, at this point. So it feels like, you know, deja vu all over again sort of thing. Although that's not the way last season went, but right, the teams that ended up in the Final Four seem to have come back strong. They have uh, got a bit of a resurgence, They're which right. is kind of you know been uncommon 
and years past because of all the attrition that teams go through with one and dones and, and right. Whatnot, and Baylor, so. Baylor graduated a bunch of guys, and Gonzaga. Uh, well, the guy who I thought there was their best player who didn't play that way in the final game, well, uh, he left. So, uh, it, it, some of those teams are missing pieces. Uh, so it's a, it's kind of a surprise that they're that they're they're doing this well. Yeah, of course, on the other end of the country, there's Duke with with the famed one and dones in Coach Clay's last year. They they look like they're going to get the one seed in the East at this point. Yeah, and Baylor's got to play Oklahoma State this weekend. Uh, don't expect that to be much of a game. Hmm. So their, their schedule looks pretty good so far. They've only got one loss. Right. Um, that was the te- the Tech beat loss last week. Tech. Right. Tech's had a good week. Yeah. They, they, they won again last week. I watched Kansas. They beat Kansas. I think it was Saturday. Then they went and beat Baylor. The one again last night, uh, was that Oklahoma State last night? Yes, Oklahoma State last night. And I have circled for next week, Tuesday night, they play Iowa State, who's ranked. So that's probably the best game in the Big 12 of the week, I think. Yeah, and they just lost to Iowa State a couple weeks ago, or about a week ago at Iowa State. So Yeah, so turn around. Uh, we get a, Speaking of Monday, it's Martin Luther King Day, John, and uh, we get a noon game. Purdue and Illinois, two ranked teams playing at noon on Fox One Monday. Cool. Yeah, so we'll we'll really blow off our holiday, right, John? Yeah. So, so John, Monday night. I I don't know what to say about Monday night, John. I, I obviously surprised that Georgia uh, won, uh, although. I, I will concede that uh, with the injury report on Alabama, it's not really that surprising. Right. Yeah. So but it was a good game. Um, good for Georgia. I'm glad somebody somebody beat them, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see the same lineup next year. Well. Yeah, they both kind of reload. So uh, and. and I've heard people say with the five stars, the recruiting classes, Saban's come in. Next year's team will be better than this year's. And uh, so uh, I, I, I heard somebody who claims they know say that it will be Alabama, Ohio State, and then a drop off to figure out who the threes and fours are in the playoffs. So, which astounds, uh, you know. Uh, we've said it over and over again. The semi- semifinal games have not been great over the years. So, no, right. So, but uh, yeah, Monday, Monday night uh, ru- ruined us, right, John? That pick six late. Speaking of pick sixes, right? Yeah, uh, blew up a lot of things uh, because uh, I know you and I both uh, talked about having teasers getting us to what Alabama or something like that. Yep. So, um, they did keep it under the under, barely. Under, right. over under was 52. They scored 51. Right. Yeah, did, did, did go for the under. It was uh, Well, considering it was 9-6 at halftime, uh, 
it seemed pretty safe, but uh, things loosened up some in the second half. So, I I, uh, I guess we all love the the Stetson Bennett story, and I guess somebody else will be quarterbacking that team next year, probably right. Yes. Right. So uh, for for Georgia, who um, is a walk on, uh, I don't know what it means to be a preferred walk on. But started as a walk-on there at Georgia and ended up his senior year starting and winning the national championship, which is kind of a cool, as far as Division One football goes, a rags to riches sort of story. But there you go. He was uh, had a good game. Uh, it just says that he's he's actually eligible to return. Well, that's that's the problem with 2020, John. It doesn't count. So. And he's going to be six years. He's going to be a 28 year old senior. Yeah. Well, there you go. Pops. They'll call him, right? <laughs> uh, I think, I think if he's smart, at least if it were me, I'd, I'd go out, I'd pull the old Seinfeld and go out on a high note and, and uh, go start my post college career as whatever he's going to be probably a, stockbroker or something and let JT Daniels take over because he's pretty solid. Well, and I think the problem is Spain doesn't guarantee him a starting job. So do you want to come back for your six year to hold the clipboard? Right. He's definitely going to have to compete for his job. Right. So, all right. Well, John, in one of the longest shows we've ever done, uh, here we are. Uh, I guess that's what happens when you break down six games, huh? Yeah, there's a lot to talk about, and uh, the playoffs are upon us. Yeah, and, and John, uh, next week are only before. Yep. Just, you know, I just want to throw a final obvious, brothers, at them, right? Next week are only before. Yeah, and the week after that, there'll only be two. Really? Wow, I had to look that up, John. Is that true? It's true. <laughs> Is it? God, that's not it sounds like you're making up stuff. Well, John, here we are at the end, and I haven't heard the grounds crew. They were here. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't hear them. They were just, I, they I just came by. Well, I, I was here in the zone, man. I was in the I was in the broadcast zone, so I, I missed them, John. So. You were locked in, huh? I was locked in. Okay. So happy MLK Day, John. Yep. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the uh, lots of sports to view we got some this is one of the last few weeks where we have just packed schedules of entertainment on the uh sports world yeah well and and john until you get into college basketball yes that's there there is no no end of college basketball games no yeah if you if you like watching college basketball there's you can pretty much start at about nine o'clock in the morning and go to about midnight in some time zones so yeah there you go all right john uh have a good one have a great weekend steve you too love you bro love you bro bye bye